Welcome to the Center for International and Regional Studies at Georgetown University in Qatar. These podcasts are part of a research initiative titled Building a Legacy, Qatar FIFA World Cup 2022. Welcome everybody. My name is Professor Daniel Reiche and I'm talking today to Joachim Krug, who is coaching Qatari athletes since 1982. And we will discuss how prior to the FIFA World Cup 2022, Qatar's sporting landscape has changed. When looking at your bios, uh, it's very exciting. I think actually a movie should be done about you. You grew up in communist East Germany. You escaped to West Germany. You were a successful athlete in, in short part. And then why did you decide to come in 1982 to Doha at a time when I believe hardly anybody on the planet knew Qatar? Well, it's a good question. Um, in 82, um, we got already our first baby and the second one was on the way. So we had to make a decision what to do next. And uh, since my studies was finished as well, um, this opportunity came up. And um, then we made a decision to move to Qatar. Um, because also uh, during my studies, I coached already in ASV Cologne. Um, and it was a very good opportunity for us uh, to combine uh, the coaching and um, the family. Yes, and, and I mean, uh, now everybody's talking about Qatar because it's hosting the FIFA World Cup uh, 2022, but, but in 1982 it was quite different. And, and I was interested to talk to you because I think there's hardly anybody who can, uh, who know what has changed everything over the last four decades. And maybe we can just discuss the changes um, in Doha and the changes in, 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 in the sports sector. But maybe we start with Doha. How was Doha when you arrived here in, in, in 1982? Actually, uh, I want to come back uh, that nobody knows Qatar. We I remember we had our first training camp in Düsseldorf. Mm -hmm. And our athletes had a tracksuit with Qatar on the back. And several times Germans asked me, what is this Qatar? Is this a washing powder? So uh -huh. it was really... Um, um, a very strange uh, yeah, uh, situation to explain Qatar is a country on the Persian Gulf. So yeah, just to, to highlight what you were saying yeah. was That's really interesting. unknown. Yeah. So, so when you came to Doha, I, 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 uh, it has had less than 250,000 uh, inhabitants uh, compared with today. I think it's like 2.6 million. So uh, what kind of city did, did you find? Was it like a shock for you uh, coming from Germany? And, and how would you describe Doha at that time? Actually, um... I had my last German indoor championship on 12th of February, and it was in Stuttgart and very cold. Mm -hmm. And on 13th 
of February. The next day I fly to Qatar. And when I get out of the airplane, I thought, well, it's a sauna. And this was in February. <laughs> so it was really uh, extremely change. And uh, the other uh, thing was in Qatar, there was no or hardly any green. This was the first thing what you saw. No green at all. And uh, um, okay, from there we started then to, to move on. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so, you, you, so, your kids, your, your and your children were born here and were raised here. And and I think when you went with them for activities at the weekend, etc., it was quite different from today, right? Yes, this you can say. Yeah, it was quite different. Uh, let's say in these days um, there was anyway not too many Europeans. Um, I think. Um, Germans was in Doha 10, uh, 10 Germans and uh, in this time. And from this 10, there was uh, six group and four others. So it mm. was a little bit, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, so, but um, I must say, since this time uh, in Qatar, amazing changes were happening. Not only Doha as a city, as well in sport, but both changes are, in my opinion, very interconnected. Um, mm -hmm. Let's say when I arrived here, I wrote to my my coach one of the, one of the first letters. Qatar is a, a construction site. So also in these days, there was many construction ongoing but on a very much smaller scale than what's happening now. Yeah? And let's say from the facilities, we had only Khalifa Stadium in these days hmm. for athletic. And we had to share this with football. And since football had always um, uh, a special status, most of the time we had clashes with football because we was using the same facilities. So when football had training, we had to get out. Yeah? So it was um, sometimes annoying, but um, okay, football is football all over the world, I guess. Yeah? So you you so, but, you were you were a success you were successful in short putt. Is this also uh, you when you came here? That's the first thing you did. You uh, trained with athletes in short putt, or also in other sports in athletics. Uh, what did you no, do exactly? Only, no, for, for throwing short put and discus. This was my specialty. Mm -hmm. Actually, there was um, in these days uh, four Germans came same time. One for throwing one for sprint, one for middle long distance, and one for jumping and decathlon. So from this time on, it moved. That's interesting. So the Germans were in the 80s, became Spanish in football, uh, so which were quite influential for Qatari football development. So there this, was this one stadium that you had to, to share with, with, with the football players. 
And um, were there any other facilities you could use, or this was like the main facility for for like uh, a variety of sports in Qatar? There was not too many varieties in these days. There was athletic and uh, football. Um, from other sports, I really um, don't know or don't remember. The, the two big uh, uh, sports was athletic and football. But mm -hmm. football in these days already had a, a very much higher level than athletic. We were starting and football uh, was uh, second already in the World uh, Junior Championship in these days. Yeah, in Australia, yeah, so, I think. Yeah, exactly. In 1981, uh, uh, Qatar became yeah. second at the under 20 yeah. uh, FIFA World Cup. And in 1984, yeah. two years after your arrival, Qatar participated for the first time in the Olympic Games in, in Los Angeles. And um, um, so, uh, and you have uh, uh, joined as a coach uh, uh, Qatar for a number of, of Olympic Games, right? Yeah, yeah. My uh, most, um, let's say, from from uh, organization and planning, I was involved with six Olympic Games. Mm -hmm. And um, okay. Olympic Games is the uh, um, highest level uh, sport what we have in our in general in sport. So, and over the years, um, Qatar developed, I think, in a very very positive way. Eh? But also, I must must mention um, because when we came to Qatar. Qatar was in sport or in athletic um, beginning. Within the Gulf countries, there were uh, um, Kuwait was on top. Kuwait, Bahrain, then came Saudi, Oman, and Qatar was last. Yeah? Mm -hmm. So, and within uh, two, three, four years, within four years, Qatar was winning the first uh, GCC championship. So this was quite a major success for our um, yeah for our group of coaches and athletes. Yeah. So, so you said yeah you said that in, in when you came in eighty two there was a Khalifa Stadium which which uh, uh, your athletes shared with football players. So if you compare then and now. Um, uh, so there will be eight, or eight World Cup stadiums, and and if we look now at athletics, so how 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 would you compare the situation today with what you found in 1982? Yeah, it's extremely difficult to compare uh, because um, in '82, Qatar in sport, apart from football now, but in sport in general was everywhere in the beginning, as well with regard to facilities. Now we have each sport club got a football stadium, but as well track and field facilities. So each club got as well a track and field team. So we have a completely different basis now than we had uh, in the beginning. Yeah? 
Um, so we can say that during you were here in the last four decades, uh, sporting infrastructure has been built from scratch, right? Yeah, this you can say, yeah, from scratch. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also what what uh, um, you have to see, um, one of the um, driving points in this whole development was in these days, uh, Sheikh Hamad. He was very, very keen um, to develop athletic. For example, he knew all of the athletes by name, by result. Mm. Yeah, it was really something special. Yeah? And um, once uh, Qatar got the World Cup, okay, then the development really exploded. Yeah? So it's it's uh, um, really amazing to see how this World Cup influenced not only the facilities but as well the people who are involved in sport in general administration and there's a lot a lot ongoing. What you, so what, you cannot say what you, facilities. So what you say that the World Cup. Um, was of benefit to all sports in Qatar and that it was a driver for a general sport infrastructure development. Would you conclude that? Yeah, not only for, for uh, sport infrastructure. Uh, um, I mean, if you look around in Doha now, I have to come back to my first thing. When there was no trees, now go around in Doha you see one park after another you know it's it's difficult for you to imagine a country without any green but um this is really a, a major major development apart from the stadiums and uh, all malls now yeah for example in these days people every weekend went to dubai for shopping so mm. now is not any more necessary. You have here more than more than enough to do whatever you want to shop. Yeah. So there are many so, many changes. Yeah. So when you when you when you look back, like the last forty years, uh, uh, you were responsible in, in athletics. So what was your like? Uh, uh, what you remember? Like what do you like to remember? A best what was like so, so, so maybe the best moment in your time in Qatar is there something special well there are too many special things <laughs> um, you, can, you can name no, it's, not just one okay it's it's uh, um, let, let's say if you see how Qatar developed it's not only the Qatar, uh, Qatar as a country facilities also the people, uh, the Qataris, um, if you see in these days, no one really was interested in the beginning in sport too much. Mm -hmm. So this changes by now, uh, everybody is involved in any kind of sport. Yeah, And if there's no high class sport involvement, then fitness, um, recreation, and yeah, too many things change. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, so in general, sports culture was established and there is this national sports day. And um, But uh, if, if you, now we look 
primary back. So if you look into the future, what um, what do you wish for the future? What is still uh, what is still needed to to uh, fully develop Qatar uh, and sport? I mean, it wants, according to the Qatar national vision, Qatar wants to become an advanced country by 2030. So when would you say the development is completed in, in sport? What is still needed? Look, um, I would say the most important thing is that uh, we still have the continuous support from the authority. This is uh, basic. But apart from this, I would like to see a dedicated stadium only for athletics. Only athletics, no football. Yeah, because this um, makes a difference. And uh, finally, because with all these developments, um, what you see, what's going on, not only facilities, but as well, Qatar by now um, organized many world-class competitions in different sports. So I think the, the logical uh, outcome would be that Qatar one day will organize Olympic Games. Yeah? Mm -hmm. um, this would be the top or yeah, what I think should happen sometimes in the future. Yeah, maybe after a successful FIFA World Cup uh, 2022. All right. For example. Thank yeah. Thank you, Joachim, for sharing with us uh, your thoughts about uh, your uh, four decades uh, in Qatar uh, as an uh, athletic coach and coordinator. And uh, as we have learned from you, uh, there has been a remarkable development over the last four decades and an infrastructure has been built for from scratch. So thank you very much uh, for sharing with us your thoughts and all the best for you uh, personally and professionally in the future. Okay, thank you very much.